Thank you for joining us today on Word Alive. We're so thankful that you joined us. We are blessed that you're with us today, and we thank you each and every time that you do join us. And I believe today will be a great blessing to you as we uh, teach on the discerning of spirits. We're going to continue on the gifts of the Spirit. I've been uh, doing a series on these so that you can have a greater understanding of what the gifts of the Spirit are, that you are able to operate in these gifts as the Spirit of God wills. You have to covet those gifts. You have to ask Him to use you in those gifts and be available when He wants you to operate in these gifts. Amen. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 through 11 again. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministry, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, are distributing to each one individually as He will. All these gifts operate as the Holy Spirit wills, not as we will, but as He wills when He wants to use us in these gifts to help us, to help other people, to uh, use those to bring deliverance or whatever He wants to do at the time through these gifts. And we have to understand they're not for us. They're not to make us look big, but they are for other people for the profit of all. Amen. The discerning of spirits is a revelation gift, as the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom are. Facts, events, purpose, motive, origin, destiny, human, divine or satanic, natural or supernatural, past, present, or future is revealed in these gifts. They reveal facts in the mind and purpose of God. The discerning of spirits gives insight into the spirit realm. There is a natural and a spirit realm. We live in this natural realm and we see with our natural eyes the things going on in this natural realm. There is also a spirit realm that we can't see with the natural eye. The discerning of spirits gives us the ability to see into that realm. The ability to see into that realm by the gift of discerning of spirits. This is a supernatural gift of the Holy Spirit to be able to see into that realm. This gift is only operated by the Holy Spirit as He wills, as the other gifts are. We can't see into that spirit realm by ourselves on our own. It has to be a gift of the Spirit of God for these to operate, any of the gifts of the Spirit. You're not going to operate in the gifts of healings. You can lay hands on people in faith, but you're not going to operate in the gifts of healings unless the Holy Spirit uses you in that gift or any other gift or prophecy or any other gift. You can do it in the flesh, but it won't profit anything, and it will only cause harm instead of good if you operate in the flesh. But when you operate in the Spirit, and the Holy Spirit uses you to do His will, it accomplishes great and mighty things. Amen. The discerning of Spirit allows a person to see both good and evil spirits. This gift isn't limited to seeing evil spirits only. Now, a lot of people think that you can only see uh, the demonic realm or see things that our demons are doing, but that's not true. You can see into the realm of the Spirit to see the things that God is doing, 
that he reveals to you, the things he will allow you to see, the things he doesn't want you to see, you won't. It's only the things that he allows you to see because you don't need to see everything that he doesn't want you to see. But when he shows you something, it's for a purpose and there's a plan behind it. Amen. Let's look at uh, 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 8 through 22. I think this will give us a little light on this subject. And understand that Elisha the prophet was being used in the gifts of the Spirit. And uh, more than one gift of the Spirit was in operation at this time. Now, in the Old Testament, only the prophet, priest, and king were anointed by the Holy Ghost. And they were the only ones that operated in the, in the gifts of the Spirit. No one else did. Let's start in verse 8 of Second Kings chapter 6. Now the king of Syria was making war against Israel, and he consulted with his servants, saying, My camp will be in such and such a place. And the man of God sent to the king of Israel, saying, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are coming down there. Now see, the Holy Ghost revealed this to Elisha, and it was a, a word of wisdom and a word of knowledge. He knew what was going on now, and he knew what was going to happen in the future, which was a word of wisdom. And he said, he told the king of Israel, don't go down there. This is where they're going, which then the word of wisdom was always in the future. If you'll remember, the word of knowledge is in the present and in the past. Now, verse 10. Then the king of Israel sent someone to the place of which a man of God had told him, Thus he warned him, and he was watchful there, not just once or twice. He said it happened a lot of times that he went and to see what was going on, and every time that Elisha told him something, it happened, didn't it? It was revealed to him by the Holy Spirit through a gift of the Spirit. Amen. Verse 11, Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing, and he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet, who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. See, that is a word of knowledge. If he knew what the king of, of Syria was saying in his bedroom, it was a word of knowledge, the things he was saying in the present or maybe in the past, but what was going on in the present, a word of knowledge. It was revealed to Elisha. Verse 13. So he said, Go and see where he is, that I may send and get him. And it was told him, saying, Surely he is in Dothan. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there, and they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? Alas, what, what are we going to do here? But Elisha was not troubled because he could see into the realm of the Spirit, verse 16. So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. He was able, he prayed, and he was able to operate in that gift of the Spirit, and he was able to see in the realm of the Spirit, and there were angels surrounding him all around. With, there were angels, horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Amen? 
Verse 18, So when the Syrians came down to him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Strike this people, I pray with blindness. And he struck them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. Now Elisha said to them, This is not the way, nor is this the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. But he led them to Samaria. So it was when they had come to Samaria that Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw, and there, there they were inside Samaria. Now see, Elisha was operating in the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, and the discerning of spirits. They all worked together. So many times the uh, gifts of the Spirit will operate together. And this is a good example right here. Verse 21. Now when the king of Israel saw them, he said to Elisha, My father, shall I kill them? Shall I kill them? But he answered, You shall not kill them. Would you kill those whom you have taken with your sword and your bow? Set food and water before them, that they may eat and drink and go to their master. Then he prepared a great feast for them. And after they ate and drank, he sent them away, and they went to their master. So the bands of Syrian raiders came no more into the land of Israel. Now the Lord won this battle for Israel, and they didn't have to fight one bit. They didn't have to do one thing except obey what Elisha the prophet told them to do because he was operating in the gifts of the Spirit, and he was operating in a higher realm than what the king of Syria could operate in. He operated in the gifts of the Spirit and the Holy Spirit. He led those, that great army that surrounded the whole city, he led them captive into Samaria, and they surrendered right there. They would have had to, and the king of Israel could have even killed them if Elisha told them to, but he didn't. They didn't have to do anything. They listened to the Holy Spirit, and if we will listen to the Holy Spirit, a lot of battles that we're fighting today, we won't have to fight because of we will follow him. He will lead us into victory in every area of our life. But a lot of times we won't operate in the flesh and we don't get there. It's why it's so important for us to operate in these gifts, not just in the church services, but all the time as the Holy Ghost will. And recognize when he is using us, recognize when these things are going on, and understand that he is wanting to help you to win a victory, to make to keep you safe, to bring you into a place of refuge, whatever it could be. It could be leading you to a place of prosperity, a place that he has prepared for you to prosper you and show you where you must go. It would be no different if a man was to send you an email, and we'll say an email today, and say if you'll go to the to a corner of first and main in such and such city and there's a car there if you'll open up the door there's a set of keys in the ashtray with a title in the glove compartment with your name on it and it's yours and you can drive off in it well a lot of times we would say well i'm going to that city and i'm going to do what he told me to do and a lot of times the holy spirit is leading us into places and to do things to bless us and we don't listen to it I think we need to understand that these gifts of the Spirit are to help us. It's not just for church services. It's for your everyday life. It's for the church service. We need to operate in these gifts in the church services. And I know that when we operate in these, our church services will be in a, a, a greater uh, anointing. There will be a greater anointing there. There will be an enhancement 
of the things that God is doing, and we will walk in a greater uh, realm of the Spirit if we will obey Him. And a lot of times people don't do that, and uh, we just get uh, dreary and dull, and things don't happen like they should. I'll give you an example of a gift of the Spirit in operation. My niece, Sandra, she lives in Sparta, North Carolina, and uh, her granddaughter had a high temperature and been sick for a few days. So she prayed, and she commanded that fever to leave her. And when she commanded that fever to leave, she said all of a sudden she seen something uh, black-looking just came right out of her and went through the ceiling. And that child, the fever left her. She got up and started playing. And she was asking me about it, and I'm going, well, that was a discerning of spirits, but it was also the gifts of the Spirit in operation. And then when she uh, spoke out the Word of God in faith, then things started happening. But it was also a discerning of spirits. He allowed her to see that thing that was going on that left her and why she was sick. Now, a lot of times, we can see those things before they leave, and then we can see what's going on by the discerning of spirits and command those to leave. Amen? And they are so important, and we can use them in everyday life. And the Holy Ghost wants to use us if we will stay full of Him and uh, be willing to listen. Say, uh, Holy Spirit, today use me and show me what you want to do today to help me to make it through this day. And whatever it is, I'm following you. And often the, the gifts will work together to get to the result that the Holy Spirit desires. And if we don't operate in those, sometimes it's harder for him to get those things to happen and we'll miss God. And I don't know about you, but I have missed God before. I don't care who it is. If you're a human, you've missed him. And you felt grieved inside. And when you feel grieved inside, when the Holy Ghost tells you to do something, it's because a lot of times he'll want to use you in a gift of the Spirit, but you don't obey him and it grieves him because he's going, I want to help that person. I want to help you, but you won't let me. And he's grieved because he wants to bring you to a place of, of deliverance, a place of prosperity, a place of healing, a place of peace, a place of joy. And if we'll understand that, I think it will help us in every area of our lives. Amen? Let's look at uh, Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Now this was Isaiah the prophet, and he saw the Lord sitting on his throne. This was the discerning of spirits. The Lord opened up his eyes so that he, he could see in the realm of the Spirit, and he saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Now this is another gift of the Spirit. It's not another gift. It's another instance of the discerning of spirits in operation. Amen? And a lot of times we don't understand it, but uh, the Lord wants us to see into the realm of the spirit. Now, there are some people, I believe, that have been deceived by evil spirits and they've seen different angels and different uh, things appear to them and it didn't line up with the word of God and they were not from God and they led them astray and there's been different religions that come out of those uh, visions or whatever, but it was not from God. Now, uh, you have to understand that the devil can appear to you too as an angel of light 
It says it in the Word of God, but if when the Holy Ghost is using you, it's going to be different. It will not lead you into anything that is not into the, in the Word of God. Amen? And if it's in His Word, then you know that you're going in the right direction. But if there's anything added to the Word or taken away from the Word, you have to be careful about these things. Take those things, throw them into the dirt, and say, I'm not listening to that. And you know, Jesus said, My sheep know my voice. And if you're a born-again child of God, you know the voice of God. But if you go out here seeking these different things and not let the anointing come upon you and rise up in you and know it's the Holy Ghost, a lot of times you'll be deceived. Now tell people these things so they won't get off. But when you follow the Holy Ghost and you know that it's Him, then you follow that. And then you'll know because it says those that are children of God it bears witness with their spirit that they are children of God. And it'll bear witness with your spirit when it's the Holy Ghost. But if it don't bear witness with your spirit, then you need to not do it. Amen. Let's look at Revelations chapter 1, and we'll be in the New King James Version. And this is uh, Revelation 1 and verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by an angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ to the things that he saw. This is very important. Just what I just got through saying. It bore witness to, to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ to all things that he saw it bore witness with him he said this is god he knew it was it bore witness because it was lined with the word of god amen verse three blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it for the time is near some have said they have the gift of discernment there is no such gift mentioned in the Bible. What some call a sermon is actually the word of knowledge in operation. Now, some people say, I have a gift of discernment. No, it's not the gift of discernment. It's a, it's a word of knowledge. And if it's a word of knowledge, it shows you what's going on in the present and in the past. And some people say, I have the gift of discernment, but actually it's a word of knowledge, and it will always lead to the future. Now, the future is the word of wisdom in operation. Uh, some have mistaken the, the discerning of spirits for mind reading. Now, you don't read somebody's mind and call it the discerning of spirits. If it's the discerning of spirits, it's not mind reading or psychology. Actually, sockets are people that give themselves over to evil spirits and are used by them to lead you into deception. To get people to think that they're hearing from God, but they are actually not. They're being deceived because the devil will not do but one thing. He will lead you into deception, and he has come to kill and to steal and destroy you. And don't think that they are going to lead you into anything but deception to destroy you. But the gifts of the Spirit will always lead you into the truth. 
They'll show you things to come, and they will lead you into the divine will of God. Amen? But the discerning of spirits has nothing to do with the mind. It's a spiritual experience by the Holy Ghost that he uses you to do the will of God. And when he opens up your eyes, it's so that you can see that certain thing, and you're only going to see what he wants you to. There's a lot more going on in the realm of the spirit than what people think. And it's just like with Elisha. He had all those angels surrounding him, horses and chariots of fire and angels around him. Well, we do too. But a lot of times we go around moaning and complaining and groaning and moaning instead of saying, you know, there's more of us than there are of them and taking the authority that we have in Christ Jesus and telling those things that assist in their maneuvers. And then the angels of God come in and they bind those spirits that are trying to come against us and they have to leave. Amen. Let's say this every day. There's more of us than there are of them. Angels are surrounding me and protecting me in every situation. I am used by the Holy Ghost and the gifts of the Spirit. I know all things. I have the Spirit of God. I have an anointing by the Holy Ghost and I know all things. He brings me and leads me into all truth and shows me things to come. He leads me and guides me into the truth. Amen. Those are the things we should be confessing each and every day. The gifts of the Spirit are not the gifts of fault finding. Some who say they're used in this way, if they turn it and use it upon themselves, they wouldn't even attempt to use it again. That's the truth. A lot of times people go, well, look at how spiritual I am. I'm going to find everything that's wrong with you and find I'll be a fault finder. That's not God. And a lot of times people are afraid to get into the presence of a prophet because they're afraid he's going to find something that they've done wrong and God's going to reveal something they've done wrong and it's going to embarrass them and God doesn't do that. God, he can, The Holy Ghost convicts you and he will lead you into the Word of God to bring you into a place of repentance and the goodness of God leads man to repentance, not fault finding. A lot of people mistake God for who he really is. He's a God of love. He doesn't do things to embarrass you or bring you to a place of defeat or to a place of embarrassment. He brings you to a place of love and a place of repentance. He's not a fault finder. He knows everything you've ever done, but he forgives you for it. Don't know how I got off on all that, but it's good anyway. Now let's look at Matthew chapter 7 and verse 1. Matthew 7, 1 says, Judge not that you be not judged. So a lot of times fault finders are nothing but a bunch of judges that go around finding something wrong with somebody else instead of looking at what they've done themselves. <laughs> if we'll look at what we do ourselves and judge that, we'll do enough. Instead of trying to find something wrong with somebody else, let's find out what's wrong with ourselves. Let's pull the plank out of our own eye so that we can get the splinter out of somebody else's. Amen. And then we'll get away from all this judgmental stuff and allow the Holy Ghost to use us to help other people to advance in the kingdom of God. Amen? Let's look at Romans chapter 2 and verse 4. Or do not you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? Now, the goodness of God will lead us to repentance. 
the discerning of spirits is a supernatural manifestation of the Holy Spirit to allow the person he uses to see into the realm of the Spirit to reveal what God wants you to see to accomplish the will of God. The goodness of God leads you to repentance. The goodness of God leads you into the realm of the Spirit to show you things so that you can help others be delivered, not to judge you or to condemn you. He wants us to judge ourselves that we won't be judged, but uh, he wants to reveal things to us to accomplish the will of God. Amen. This is a very important manifestation as the Spirit wills. Be careful not to try to see into the realm of the Spirit because the devil will accommodate you. As I've said before, ask the Holy Ghost to, to uh, use you in this gift if you desire the discerning of spirits and he wants to use you in this gift. Ask him, desire the gifts of the Spirit. It says in the Word of God to covet and to desire to be used in the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. The discerning of spirits is given for the profit of all, just like Elisha the prophet, when he saw all the angels around him and the horses and chariots of fire. And there was an army that surrounded his camp. But he's going, I'm not afraid of that army because there's more of us than there are them. I'm operating in the realm of the spirit. And we have authority over those. And we are not afraid of the natural realm because the realm of the Spirit is backing me up. The heavenly host of God is backing me up. All the angels in heaven are backing me up. The Lord Jesus Christ is backing me up. The Holy Spirit is backing me up. God himself sitting upon his throne is backing me up because I'm in Christ Jesus. I'm operating in the gifts of the Spirit as the Spirit of God wills. He shows me things in the present, things in the past, and things to come. I am anointed by the Holy One, and I know all things. And greater is he who is within me than he, is, he who is in the world. We have no fear. The enemy wants you to, to bring you into fear so that you won't operate in the gifts of the Spirit and wants to try to make you afraid to be operated in those gifts so that you won't operate in those gifts and destroy his kingdom. Amen. I believe that the word of God today has helped you. And I'm thankful for the gifts of the spirit. And I believe that we need to operate in them in our natural, everyday, normal, everyday lives and in our church services and every area that God wants to use us. Be available, be willing and know that God loves you. He wants to use you in these gifts. And I know for certain that it will bring a blessing to someone if you will operate in these because that is the way that God operates. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We ask you to join us again next time. And we love you and God bless you. If you would like to support our ministry, you can become a partner by clicking the support link in the description. You can also give by going to our website, wacba.org, and clicking on the giving tab. Thank you so much for supporting us to help us send the gospel around the world through our podcast. We pray God's blessings be upon you abundantly, and we thank you so much in Jesus' name.